This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Taza. Welcome, Chase. It's Tuesday. All right. No, it's not. It's Monday. No, it's My Monday. bad. Yeah, wrong yeah. day. So, uh, any news this weekend? Anything fun happen? Uh, no, not really. Not, so, not nothing you want to gloat about? What? The that, Marcus Ware contract? No, do you want to gloat about your winnings this weekend is what I'm saying. Oh, with uh, March Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, took took all the boys' money in the $20 bracket pool with uh, Virginia getting to the championship game over Michigan State. So uh, I'm 300 dollars richer now, and that's very nice because I have a trip coming up in a week and a half, so it'd be uh, cool to have some more money for that trip, and now I do, so... Oh, you've so been winning cool. quite a lot lately on on different yeah uh, different yeah. DraftKings has been kicking my ass in baseball lately, but I'm trying again tonight and then uh, the Masters this week, so I'm gonna do that. So we'll see how it goes. So you feel pretty good about how you your bracket turned out. You won some money overall. I mean, I won. I got first place. So I mean, my bracket wasn't the best. If it was just everyone else whatever, just but worse. it was everyone. <laughs> I I did a bracket that was different enough to matter, and that's that's all that counts. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Uh, Chase texted me, and I had to call him this weekend. We he was telling me about his exciting wins, but yeah, it's nice. There hasn't really been, you know, too many crazy things happening this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Today and yesterday, there has been with Antonio Brown. I don't know why this guy keeps popping up in the news. You know, because he's a freaking moron, doesn't know how to shut his mouth. Yeah, you really. I mean, he's just, he's the best receiver in the game. He just needs to freaking just shut up and play. I mean, like, I, I back the guy, and, like, he's still fucking the best, and he deserved to fucking get his money and everything, but now he just needs to shut up and play football and stop fucking If you don't know, shit. he kind of threw out Juju under the bus. Now, don't come, no, see, don't get me wrong. Is he wrong? Is he right? Yeah, he's right. Juju Smith fucking dropped the ball a lot in the playoffs and was didn't come up big in crunch time but you don't put that on twitter that no, stays yeah. between but you that's and ar- juju it's already the past like there's no point juju even stated that he but that's had, what i'm saying juju even stated like he he didn't say anything negative about antonio brown um he was happy to see him you know get what he wanted and get paid now he juju of course he's gonna back up his quarterback yeah you know i would you have no choice antonio yeah. brown just needs to get over it you're not a stealer anymore just get over it move on you get like Stop being a freaking loser. You're, you're literally the biggest loser in the NFL right now because of your stupidity. Like, get over it. Your quarterback's Derek Carr, and you got John Gruden as your head coach. So move on. You upgraded a quarterback, and you upgraded a coach. Well, I don't know if you, he upgraded a quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger's on the downfall, bro. Yeah, he, but he I got out of that situation. I don't know if Derek Carr is even going to even reach that level. We don't even know if Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback at this uh, point. He could be drafting Kyler Murray. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter to me. He got a younger, more potential to get better quarterback as opposed to a quarterback that's basically reached his peak and it's only he can I'm only gonna get say worse. this and i'm gonna say this okay go for it next season Derek carr will not be a raider that's fine at the end of the day whatever quarterback the raiders get it's gonna be better than big ben and he's gotta and that situation is gonna i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not like defending big ben but i'm not defending big ben either but, i i or i don't know ben, if but. i'm gonna i'm gonna put Derek carr's better at last season now going forward, probably he should be going being better. Than- and, and not only that, I, I know you've you've said a lot about the Raiders and how much talent they need. At the end of the day, when the Raiders finally get it going, their franchise is going to be going in the upward direction. The Steelers, 
after Big Ben's done are gonna be trending downward. So he got out of that situation before it got messy. So I don't know. I that's will how I say like to look at it. I will say AB's just looking bad. He's looking bad. He needs to just focus on what the future is and not worry about the past because the past is the past and he needs to get over it. I'm not defending him talking or not, but I still believe he he won. But you are but you are a, a juju fan to the I, extreme. I do, I, to the extreme. Yeah, you think he'll... I, I mean, I think he's going to be a number one receiver, but... Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean to an extreme. But I mean, Antonio Brown's still better right now. I mean... Sure, but I think Juju's like 22. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but Antonio Brown's still the best in the game for sure. the next four to five years. I mean, uh, and, and Juju, could he be the best? Could he get there? Sure, I don't think but he he's needs not there to be, though. I mean, he doesn't... He, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Antonio Brown is like... Bottom line, I, Antonio Brown's a Raider... He's in a better spot than Juju is. Ending at that. Done. And with that, I do want to point out, I was uh, going through, and one thing I like to do in these in these uh, you know draft situations, I like to look at the team who has the most draft capital and kind of do mock drafts just for them. I think it's the funnest thing to do. Okay. Because uh, they have a lot of picks. So I kind of just went through and I did a mock draft. Um, on the um, on the draftnetwork.com, if you haven't tried it out, um, it's a great place to do some mock drafts. I just did the Raiders. Um, no trades, none of that. Um, so four, Josh Allen. He was Quentin Williams has already been gone. So Josh Allen was the best pick at four. Uh, 24, I got Noah Font, the tight end out of Iowa. 27, I got Byron Murphy, the corner of Washington. And this is where it kind of got hard for me because I wanted to get an edge rusher, another edge rusher. In the second or third round, um, but I believe the Raiders don't have their third round pick because they traded it for Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um, so and they need an interior, you know, a guard since they traded traded their guard away. Um, so Eric McCoy was there, and I was like, you know, you you kind of throw in on top of Noah Fant that receiving core. Man, you starting to look really good on offense. So, you know, I went Eric McCoy there from Texas A&M. Um, he could be plugging guard center. Um, he's going to be great. And then at 106, again, I was looking for an edge rusher there. But, you know, doing these mock drafts or even you see how drafts kind of players kind of fall. Um, David McGovern-y, Montgomery is there from Iowa State, the running back. And, you know, I'm a big believer that they need a running back badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they get a steal here at 106. Mm-hmm. Um, and then White Rays, the edge rusher, I got 140 from Boston College, kind of a death piece. Um, and then Anthony Johnson from Buffalo, I thought it was a steal at 218. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dakota Allen at 235, which, you know, I'm not, you know, I kind of see him more as a fifth rounder. So if getting him at the end of the seventh is pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's a, He'll just be a special team, potentially, down the road. He can, you know, potentially start at linebacker. The only thing so. I'll say about um, all of that is I do think that if the Raiders do are looking for another edge rusher, they could easily take him at 24 or 27 if they wanted to. I think Fant is a good pick at 24, but maybe instead— because we, we've all we've all said that the cornerback draft isn't as deep as the edge rusher. Mm-hmm. And Byron Murphy's great. But maybe they, you know, get a cornerback later in the third round looking, that may be more value. Well, how the draft Other than that, fell. I like it. How the draft fell, I'll show you right here. Yeah, show me. Uh, Who is who's there when you took um, <coughs> when you took Murphy? Murphy, there was nobody. I mean, oh, keep going down, keep going down. 
Just, the next I mean, I, edge rusher was. Well, you said Vinovich was nice. I mean, maybe it I mean, is. They could spend a first round pick on him. The I'm way, not saying they would. The value I had for Font there at 24. And no, I I, 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 I look like at what the I Raiders like are there. doing. Yeah. They're gonna at one of the first round picks. They're gonna either draft a running back or a tight end, in my opinion. One of the first round picks or an interior offensive lineman, um, and then the other two should be a defensive keys. But yeah, I I was I didn't see an edge rusher. Um, like I'm not the biggest fan of of Murphy, but I think you and, know at the end of the first beginning of the second, that's where the value is for him. And you said and you said it. You know who knows what the Raiders actually think of like or certain teams think mm-hmm. of these players. We could think oh this. At Winovich or whoever, like all these guys that are down here, some teams could be thinking they're a first round pick. I mean, we sure. just don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, like I said, I'm not saying that's the case, but you know, we'll see. I think the Raiders with their first three picks will take the best available player <laughs> with the fourth pick. They'll take either a tight end or a D, or another pass rusher with the twenty fourth pick, and then they'll draft um, one more um, offensive piece with the twenty. I think they, they have to come out in the first round with two defensive pieces in the first, and then they. Uh, but that's what they'll I'm probably come out with either a tight end or running. And back. it comes down to they do they want to take. The but I will say not? this is kind of like the Browns last year. They had so many picks where it's just so intriguing to mock them and, and see what actually, you know, come. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably do another mock with the Raiders right before the draft. Uh-huh. Just, you know, with all the rumors that are circulating, just right. kind of see where they, they fit in with what happens. Yeah. Um, because, like, in the second round, there's going to be an option to get a good guard. Yeah. So, and that's a need for them. Yep. So, I, I think it's a great place to be. Um. And that's one of the things I love about the draft, just because you can change your 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 team drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, so see, see Dallas Cowboys, three straight drafts, three offensive linemen, and now we have the best line in the game. I mean, well, look at the Colts; they drafted a guard at six and, and then uh, a tackle in the second, and, and now they got one of the top five yeah. lines in the game. I mean, the, the draft can change everything. The Cowboys, the Niners, and the Colts, and others do it better than a if lot of the Raiders ended up drafting the way they did. I will say there's. Their offense will probably be top top five. I because I, I, I think David Montgomery ends up being the starting running back. I think the Raiders' offense is top ten right now. I still think, I still, I, I still have, think they have a huge hole at that running back position. I still think running back, like if you don't have one of the big boy running backs like the Zeeks or the, I mean I guess I'll throw Le'Veon Bell in there. The Todd Gurley's. If you don't have one of those. You're more than fine throwing two running backs in there with a bet with a great offense I just around them. Like I, I like Isaiah Corral, but I, that's basically it. I would like them to get some like if they got David and, Montgomery. No, I'm I think not. I'm not. Would... I'm not saying they can't take another running back. Like whatever, mm-hmm. but I just, I just think for if they don't end up with a running back, it won't be the end of the world. They'll be undrafted guys like Philip Lindsay came out of nowhere. Like sure, you can find running back. I'm not saying they're a dozen. But you know, but if, on, if you're just, not one of the top five, six, I mean, it really. But it's they're all drafting valued. basically a running back in the fourth round, who I think could start. I mean, I we, think that's a good. Place I mean, to look be. at the Patriots. The Patriots. I mean, well, Sony, besides Sony I, Michelle. I mean, Sony Michelle, but but at the time, did we think Michelle for sure was gonna be well, that great? You gotta think Sony Nobody, Michelle also I mean, had that. Um, there was a report that he was gonna fall because of a I think an ankle injury or but something that, like that. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like there's guys that'll fall. Well, even Rashad Penny. I thought Rashad Penny should have been a third round pick, and he went in the first. Yeah. So, like I said, I mean, it, it, it. of course, we'll but see like what I happens. said, David Montgomery, I think, ends up going in the second. Yeah. So, if they get him at this point, they're getting a second round value in the fourth. I think that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. I think David Montgomery, in my opinion, I, I he's probably my favorite running back in this whole draft that's mm-hmm. going to able to come out and play right away because, you know, Love's probably going to be a seventh round pick stash away. So, um, I saw a mock draft today that had the Cowboys taking him in, I think, in like the 
fourth, fifth round. Oh, I, I think you could probably get him there. Probably, and, and I, I think fifth, fifth to seventh is where yeah. it, it just really depends on how his progression is. And I would love field. Bryce Love behind Ezekiel Elliott. That would be. Well, you could, you may not even need to resign Zeke at, yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I mean, because we'll you're gonna pretty much stash Bryce Love, kind of like how you do Jalen Smith for a season yeah. and see how he. Yeah. I think Bryce. Well, really, we don't. Right, you know, tearing an ACL is not as crazy as it used to be unless you like tear all your ligaments in your knee, kind of like um, Lattimore did in college, mm-hmm. and that kind of killed all his 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 speed. So, yeah. um, it, I just think it's going to be a fun draft for for the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. And so, moving on, Chase, okay. I have some news. What's up? I have changed my top prospect, who I think is going to be the best. You know, the best prospect in this draft. Is it Nick Bosa? No, I'm moving Nick Bosa from one to two, and I'm putting Quinnen Williams to one. I reviewed this week. I spent some time reviewing some tape and um, kind of going through my my prospects. And, man, I think Quinnen Williams has a chance to be the best defensive lineman in the NFL. And where I think Nick Bosa comes out and is going to be a top five, um, you know, DN edge rusher, where I think Quentin Williams could just be the best D lineman in the in the whole yeah. whole league. He's I don't think there's a weakness in his game. Literally, he is I he's the best. I think D like interior D lineman I've ever seen. And you know, and he can take double teams. He he creates pressure. He he's great against the run. It's just everything you want. You know. Yeah. So I think the penetration that he he does is just. He's my top prospect now, I, I think. And that doesn't take anything away from Nick Bosa, who I want the Niners to draft at two. But if we ended up drafting Quentin Williams, let's say Nick Bosa goes one, whatever reason Murray doesn't get drafted, mm-hmm. I would be fine with drafting Quentin Williams, sticking him next to DeForest Buckner in the middle. Um, probably have to trade Solly Thomas or, 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 or uh, Armstead. Uh, but I'd be fine with it because I know I'm getting – you know, an elite, an elite prospect, mm-hmm. which I think if you're drafting at two, you want to get an elite prospect. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what team he goes to. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if a team comes up and trades up to the, you know, if, if Murray goes one, Bosa goes two, let's say like a team. like I, the, I could see the Jets taking him and then Josh the Allen Jets, falling to the, to the, the Raiders. Raiders. Or even reports are saying that... Allen's gonna go a lot lower than we think. They're yeah, saying he's I wouldn't gonna be go. Either. He's gonna go uh, potentially outside the top ten. They don't think he's as valuable as, as the you know the draft community uh, I think, has I, him. I think Ed Oliver is gonna possibly be a top five pick too. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. I'd be, I, I, would, think, I wouldn't be shocked if he got. I taken think Josh uh, Ed Oliver's probably his chance of getting in the top five is is Tampa. Yeah. Uh, where Tampa's, you know, t- can draft Devin White. Even Quinn Williams might drop to him or Josh Allen. And my worst nightmare would be the Giants actually taking him at six. Which is what I think, um, you know, the Giants could also take Josh Allen or Quinn Williams if they fall that far, which I, I don't I just, think they I, will. I, I'm just, I, I will Quentin just say Williams. my thing is this. If the Giants don't end up with a quarterback in the first round, I'm just going to laugh at him. Um, I'm so just going to laugh. With that, um, what do you think about Quinn Williams being um, – <laughs> My top prospect. I mean, my top prospect isn't him, but uh, no, I mean, I, I I like I like Quentin Williams a lot. I think he's a top five player in this draft. I think he has the potential to be one of the best. I still I still would put Josh Allen and Ed Oliver ahead of him talent wise, but he has potential just like they all. That, those would be my three. Nick Bosa's nice and he'll he's reached it, but those three have the potential to Who, be. Say that amazing. again. Josh Who, Allen, um, 
uh, Quinn Williams and Ed Oliver are my three that could potentially be amazing, could be top-notch. Yeah, Josh Allen has the potential to be uh, Khalil Mack, but he also has the potential to be... But that, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're risky, but they... He is extremely you, you risky. That risk. That's not that a risk, risk I take in the top three. I mean... I, th- I take that maybe in the, you know, set a 10. I, I mean, if... Because if, at three... If there's, no two, be- if there's no better position available, I mean, and you need the, the edge rusher, I mean, you take that chance. The thing with him is he is not... He, he's basically... Anthony Barr, in my opinion, in the next level. Can he develop those pass rushing, you know, techniques that he doesn't have right now? Sure. But what's the chance of, you know, his ceiling is so far from his floor. Um, but he has that potential to be, you know, the elite defensive end in this class. Uh, but if you look at Khalil Mack, and the reason why he didn't go one instead of... Um, um, Clowney, was it? Oh, Clowney. Clowney, who went one, yeah. is because he played at a school that didn't have high competition. But he had, he showed that in film. You know how to be an elite, you know, pass rusher. He had that. He just wasn't playing elite players or any, you know, players that were never going to make the NFL. Um, but moving on, um, there's a report from Peter King, and this has been actually several reports that I've read this past week hmm. that Dwayne Haskins. This is, I think, is full of shit. Um, is mm. sinking and maybe the fourth passer pick, which I think is retarded. Mm. Now, Locke being the second is fine, but I, I think Daniel Jones getting drafted ahead of Dwayne Haskins is a joke. Any team that does that, they need to be fired. Da- Daniel Jones is basically an average. He's going to be basically Alex Smith in the next level. He's a very conservative, can't throw down down the field, kind of throws it five yards, seven yards, five yards, seven yards, basically all day long. I don't want that as my quarterback. I know I'm never going to win a Super Bowl with him. I, I mean, I, I've been trying to tell you that I'm not high on Dwayne Haskins, and I like Daniel Jones and Drew Locke more, and apparently I'm not the only one that thinks I, that. I think this is also a smokescreen for a team who and, wants... And it may very well be, but I still I just don't believe see, in my heart that Dwayne Haskins... I don't see... Dwayne, let's say Dwayne Haskins I, I does go third. Good. I'm okay with saying uh, Locke go, Drew Locke goes ahead of him. Let's say he goes at six or, or seven. I don't see Haskins passing the Bengals. I don't see him you know, passing the Dolphins. And usually we there's always a player who falls. Last year was was uh, Rosen. Rosen mm-hmm. was supposed to be a top five pick. He mm-hmm. falls to, to ten. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it won't be a surprise if, you know, the Haskins falls, but I don't think he falls past the fourth quarterback taken. I, I don't think Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is a top three, like the first three rounds. I wouldn't draft him. I don't, I wouldn't touch him. Cause I think I, there's no height. There's no potential for me to actually get like, he may be able to start and be decent, but he, to me, he's a stopgap quarterback and I'm not drafting a quarterback to be a stopgap. We, uh, we, like I said, I'm not saying that that couldn't be true, but that after Kyler Murray, any of these quarterbacks could be anything on the next level. Just because what they did in college has nothing to do with what they might do in the NFL. Sure, but there's traits off, and, and NFL throws that off, they do in off, college. And, that, and that's fine, but... Daniel I, I, Jones has never done that. <laughs> who knows? He can't, to me... You don't know that. You think that. You don't know that. I, know we, that. Of, I can tell you Daniel Jones is not going to be more than a marginal... Okay. I still very and well think he could be a top. One now, of the top to me, Drew Lock, Drew Lock can be. Drew Lock can be. I think he he has the potential to throw every throw in the NFL, where Daniel Jones can't. You know, he doesn't have the arm for it. He he to me he he basically like I said he's he's uh Alex Smith light basically. To me, he can't really get the ball out 
further than 10 yards consistently. Yeah, to me, I think it's boring. You didn't watch Alex Smith the last couple of years. He can throw the deep ball. With the Chiefs, he threw the deep ball a lot. I'm Yes, but that he developed that over time. He never did that prior. And that's fine, but... And then he never right did that. There. He Who didn't do that. He can't. But he, he too, you also got to think though. He had Tyree Kill. He had he had a bunch, uh, great tight end. I'm I, I'm not I'm not you know saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But I I'm there's not one for the most part not a bunch of prospects in this draft that I would just say flat out aren't going to be great. There's a reason they're in the draft for a reason. They're good quarterbacks. Now maybe he won't be. The greatest quarterback that we've seen in our lifetime. Maybe he won't be above average, but until he goes into the NFL and goes into a spot where he has a chance to start and does it and does or doesn't do it, I like I, I don't like Dwayne Haskins, but I'm not gonna say he's not gonna fucking fail. I don't think he's better than Daniel Jones. I don't think he's better than Drew Locke, but I'm not gonna say he's gonna fail. I think he has a potential to be better. I just didn't. I just thought with everything he had at Ohio State, he's Still made a lot of bonehead plays. I don't think and he, he did. had. A, he had a lot of talent. He did have a lot of talent. And, I will give do, you that. And Daniel Jones doesn't have the talent. Well, that Daniel Dwayne Jones Haskins played. Had. Daniel Jones played with trash around him. But that's what I'm saying. But he didn't do any. He, he, of course, you're gonna make five, seven fucking yard throws if you don't have dudes that can spread the field. I, I'm. I just. I'm just saying. Let's hold the judgment. And see well, where these a, guys go, and see what they do in the first year or the second year. I think, get a chance to start before we start. Now let's say these rumors are correct, and Haskins falls, and he goes to a team that, let's say, you know, the Patriots, and he gets. I think that's a great situation for him. Well, to that's be a in. great situation for any quarterback. Exactly. I mean, that's why. But that's what I'm saying. If he falls, it might not be a bad thing. I Instead mean, of going no, to a team, no, it would be a great thing for him because he'll wind up with the he, best possible spot. If he ends up going to, let's say, the Giants or the Redskins or the Bengals, we're they, he may, he may, you know, he may need to play faster than he should. Like, like I said, if he goes to the Giants, my thing with them is the minute Eli Manning has one bad game, they're going to be calling for Dwayne Haskins, and all the oh, pressure is going to be on that kid. And that is not something. If I'm a quarterback in the NFL, that I want to go to. I don't know. I I I just. I, I think don't you kind of. It depends on the player, really. You kind of want to strive on pressure. I I I. I I watched him in college, and he wasn't able to always do it. So, I mean... I think he's, to me, besides Murray and Locke, he's the only other quarterback who can do every throw in the NFL. Where I think Locke can do it, and Murray can do it. I, 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 I'm, I, I've already said my piece on Daniel Jones. I have already said I like him more than I like Dwayne Haskins, and I'm just going to leave it at that. And we're going to see what happens. We'll see what happens. Because now, I don't think anyone and anyone can predict anything for sure until you see it like college is is similar but not all college offenses are the same as nfl offenses now that could be a good thing that can also be a bad thing but we'll we'll have to wait and see yeah um so there's a rumor going around that the niners are looking at debu or Nikhil harry in the second which i'd be happy with um i don't know if Nikhil will be there i would probably get him over samuel um but i'd be happy with both um Debu Samuel's basically the best kind of, you know, slot guy that that Kyle Shanahan would love, and you stated you love him at the end of the second. Yep. Uh, for the Cowboys, so I just I don't think that that wide receiver is going to be something we draft for like. Fourth, you probably fourth, dropped fourth, it in the mid rounds. Fourth, fifth. Yeah. Well, who knows? It really just depends on who falls to you. Guys. I, 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 I and that could very well be true if a wide receiver falls in the second or third round to us. But I I'm still thinking their priorities are probably going to be safety and um, defensive tackle. Will probably be the first two picks, and then they'll do something along the line, uh, or along the lines of um, 
I won't say maybe best available player, but you know, best available players mm-hmm. at the positions they need depth at. Okay, so moving on, we're, something that we usually do um, is we talk about a team who we kind of debate on who they should draft. Um, today we are doing the Tampa Bay Bucks at five, and so we're gonna go like Kyle Murray going one to the Cardinals, the Niners draft Nick Bosa, and the Jets go Josh Allen, okay. um, and the Raiders go a uh, Quentin Williams. Okay. Um, so basically, all top three elite prospects are gone. Um, I'm not gonna say who you could choose. You you kind of throw a prospect out, and I'm gonna see if I agree with you, and um, then I'll throw another one. So out. so who's in this the box? So, uh, Murray's gone, Bosa, Allen, and Quentin Williams. Okay. Um, I know I, who you're going to go, but... I, I would probably say either um, Ed Oliver or Devin Bush. Or, uh, Devin, uh, or, or uh, Devin White. De- Bush, White, whichever one of those line- mm-hmm. One of those linebackers, because they do need a linebacker. Yeah. Or an edge rusher. So, that, those would probably be my top two that they could go for. I could also you don't wanna, take it. You don't want to throw out a quarterback just because you don't like... Uh... I, I, I think that they could maybe take Drew Locke there. I, I still wouldn't take Dwayne Haskins that early. I would. I think Dwayne Haskins should be a late first, early second round mm-hmm. pick. I still think Drew Locke and Daniel Jones have first round potential. But that's my opinion. I think those guys are getting very, very much under undervalued because, by a lot of people like you. And just because of some of the throws they made in college. I like Locke, though. I mean, Tom Brady... Didn't make every throw in college, and look at what the dude is now. I've locked as a top fifteen like, uh, drafted. I just not here. Um, and you know, quarterbacks always get overdrafted. Always. with these reports, the Giants might take them here at six. And if it, if you're not okay with Winston long term, um, which I think the car the Bucks are going to draft, not quarterback at this point. They're going to take one last bet, which I think is going to failing. Uh, but you know what? Might as well, because Winston has the potential, but does he have the boneheaded brain to kind of get there? I think I don't t- know. I think the Bucks definitely need to grab a quarterback before they. They'll probably shot. draft a quarterback, maybe in the second or third. They, ha- I think they should I not, the, but I, not in the first. I think it's fine. No, to, not to the go first, off. but I'm saying they. I think they need to come away with the quarterback. I think de- who's their backup option if, if Jameis Winston gets if uh, Jameis Winston. I'm not sure. Pro- oh, Ryan Griffin. Uh, no, um, I forgot his name. Not Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. No, Fitzpatrick's same with the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, there's another quarterback called Griffin, not RG3, that's uh, their backup quarterback. Is it Ryan Griffin? Yeah, Ryan Griffin. Okay. So he's their backup quarterback. So, yeah. They need so to... they need to bring some sort of yeah. competition. Because um, because my my whole thing with this is this. If Winston... I'm going to put out a wor- the worst case scenario for him. If he gets hurt or if he has another allegation and gets suspended again... He needs to be again, cut. Then that's what I'm saying. Now you have no quarterback, and now yeah. you wasted a chance at taking. Even if you took a Haskins or took a Daniel Jones or took a lot, now you don't have someone. So maybe they go out in the second if if Daniel Jones is there. I know you like him, and they can potentially. I think if they got him. Daniel Jones in the second, that they that'd be they or made a highway robbery. You, do you like Will Greer? Your I, Will Greer I, I, I like Will Greer too. I I'm, I'm, I think I I just I'm not a I'm not big on quarterbacks from Ohio State. I'm not big on quarterbacks. There hasn't been State. one that's succeeding yet. Is yes, your thing. exactly. And I don't. I know Dwayne Haskins is good in Ohio State, but when Ohio State has all the talent in the world, and you can at least be in the like mm-hmm. in the national championship game, or at least in the final four, like what are you doing? Like I mean, if you um, can't there's... do it at Ohio State, like I mean, how, how is he going to turn the Giants? Like the Giants' talent is way less than Ohio State was last year. 
So he's going to turn that place around and start making throws and fucking turning the place on fire? I will say a player that I think I they're going to... see it. The Bucks are going to draft in the third round is Tyree Jackson from Buffalo. Okay. He's very athletic, six foot eight quarterback. Uh, he kind of has a huge arm. It wouldn't surprise me if they get him in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of put that put a little competition on, on Winston. And but, maybe if he gets yeah. on the field, he can see what he can do. Now, do I think he's a, a starter this year? No, I think he has a two year down the line could potentially start. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you kind of just put someone who who's a more athletic, the guy you pick better be able to start as yeah. early as next, but, as early as um, no, after, I, after the after this coming season, as yeah. early in, in two years. So not this year, but next in two year. years. That's why I'm saying two years. Yes. So, so I think. Now at, at at the fifth pick, I don't think they go quarterback. I think I think Ed Oliver makes sense, but they have such a huge need at linebacker that I'm gonna go Devin White, LSU linebacker. Yeah. Um, who do you go with? That, that's, that's I, I, I would we be agreement between White and uh, Oliver. Yeah, whichever one they just they think is uh, more of a need for what they need right now, and I would say edge rusher just a tad bit more. But I mean, they could go either way. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to see what they do. Um, I am a little concerned that that defense, that they need to be aggressive. And, you know, you know if, if, if a player, you know, falls in, you know, towards the first, then they need to jump them to get. Um, I think they do need to go linebacker in in the at their fifth pick because there's not there's not many good linebackers in this draft. I think there's two, and, that, and everybody else is trash. And that's why I think that they'll take a linebacker because mm-hmm. I losing Quan Alexander they, and all they that. can go get an interior D lineman later in the draft. They can get edge rusher, defensive yeah. lineman. They, all, they can get a starter in the second. Yeah, that position's deep. So that's what. Yeah, so I think that's why I think they would lean towards Devin White, mm-hmm. but you know, it's the Bucks. Who knows. They're gonna fuck around and take Daniel Jones in the fifth pick, which don't get me wrong, I I think Daniel Jones would be great, but I wouldn't take him. I would take him in the middle of the first round. Daniel Jones. I I, I think I, I, I see for me. I would take him to after see, the third. For me, it's Kyler Murray top ten, Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, Will Greer, and right. You have Daniel Jones at two. In in that in that no anywhere from the two anywhere oh, from, I anywhere, got, anywhere from two to uh, two to four, and then Haskins is five for me. I just don't I just don't believe in him. I just don't like Ohio State quarterbacks. I think Ohio State turns out running backs, cornerbacks, safeties, wide receivers like mm-hmm. nobody's business. Like Paris Campbell, he's sick. I don't. I think Paris Campbell is more of a reason for Dwayne Haskins' success than Dwayne Haskins himself. That, 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 that's just how I feel. I just, I just, I just don't believe that the dude has what it takes to put it at the next level. I just don't think so. But if he proves me wrong, then that's great. And if Daniel Jones ends up being a bust, then that happens. But uh, there's always a there's always some quarterback that people aren't high on like Daniel Jones that surprises and I just think he's gonna be that guy, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, it's a good. I, I understand. Um, now, what do you think? Oh, um, breaking news happened uh, in the basketball world. Uh, Lonzo Ball hired a CAA. Um, Robert Min- um, uh, Mintz, uh, they for Randall heads that, but he may not necessarily be his agent, which obviously the Lakers are probably hoping for because the relationship between Mintz and, with George and Randall that just happened is not the best. But I think Paul jo- or Lonzo Ball, and it also came out in another report um, that he that Lavar all that Lavar Ball shit is is false. Lonzo's handling this mm-hmm. on his own, but Big Baller Brand's done. I think he's gonna CAA is gonna be his new agency. I think it. yeah, I think he's gonna go sign with Nike or Adidas or something or Puma. 
and he's going to handle his shit, and he's going to ball out this year. I'm making that bold if prediction. He, I think Lonzo Ball is going to be a top three point guard in the league next year. Are you year, hoping he's, if he's healthy? If you had to put one prediction, is he on the Lakers? I, I, would, I would say he's without a doubt. on. I think he's the most untradeable of the young pieces. If... If, Other than Ingram, but if I don't Griffin think... says I need Ingram and 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 uh, Lonzo, you wouldn't for AD. Uh, you wouldn't I, do it. I I think they could counter and give up. But Hawk, that's saying this is my. If you want AD, I have to have. Hey, if he has Lonzo. to have him, then I guess you'll wait till twenty twenty because I still you think you wouldn't that do it. He's I, just he's like he's basically. Okay. If if you can't get another star like a Kawhi, then maybe you do it. But if you get Kawhi, you don't need to or trade those guys. If you also get um, or Jimmy Kyrie. Butler or Kyrie, because you would need some or sort Kemba. of you need a point guard, like point guard. I, I, I think the, the Lakers' most ideal summer is landing either Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard. I think those are the, that's your ideal, Jimmy. I mean, Butler? I would love Kyrie, but I don't think he's possible. KD, I think, is New York. Oh, you're and, saying not ideal. You're saying more likely to more happen. More likely, okay? Because yes. when you say our I, I, ideal, because I wouldn't think getting Jimmy Butler would be I, ideal. I, I think I, I think I think Jimmy Butler is is gonna low key be like like if LeBron gets Jimmy Butler on that on his squad, I think they could maximize each maximize his potential. I think LeBron could get the most out of him. I don't think if. If Jimmy Butler and LeBron can't coexist, Jimmy Butler is just never going to be able to coexist with any star. Well, that's all. I, that's the only thing is I just don't, I don't know if he can coexist with, because I mean with other players. Embiid and Embiid and, and Simmons. I mean, if he can't coexist with those guys, then I mean it's kind of also easier though when you're dealing with younger guys than than yeah. somebody who's a better player than you but, and older. But Jimmy Butler's got to know even even on the Timberwolves or the what you call right now of the four studs of him Harris and Embiid and uh, 76ers yeah the 76ers of those four he's the he, he's oh, number three he's number three yeah so he's there's no team he goes to unless they have no star you that also gotta think where he's gonna be the best player you also gotta think he's gotta though, get that in his head he's he's a free agent this summer he needs to look like he's he kind of yeah. can work with people of course. So but, but I think uh, now I think he's not the worst scenario for you guys. I think he's an alternate. Like I don't know if he's the ideal player. Like you no, would want I'd if you had a pick, you wouldn't pick him. I would my top four as far as uh, I'd probably go Kemba targets, over him. I w- see. I wouldn't because we have Lonzo Ball. We have um, see. I, my thing is I'm just looking at at, at LeBron, the, and I'm not caring who else is on the roster i'm looking to build around lebron like no that's just me i like lonzo ball and i like now, to see him stay now, now but. if you if now they could move lonzo to the two and put kemba and lonzo on the court at the same time but i don't know that you would need to do that i just think if it like if they if they if kemba is the guy they go after it's because either the other guys didn't come <coughs> or because they don't think lonzo ball is the future mm-hmm. that's my thinking but um as i said my top four would probably be Kawhi, um Kyrie. Jimmy Butler and Kemba. I think Kemba is the, like you know the Clay's the, not on that. Yeah, Clay. I don't think is gonna leave. I think he's gonna stay. I think. I think. But if he did leave, you, if he did leave, he would be right there ahead of Kemba, and Kemba would be five. Or actually, no. Because I think Kemba, Kemba would could be you, right ahead of him. I could you imagine though Clay as a shooter with LeBron? To but, me, it, no, yeah, it, it would be. I would probably put him right behind I, Kawhi. I, I've said it before. As long if the Lakers get one of them. Yeah. They're going to be a title contender next year. I don't think that they can mess up the roster like they did last year. If they but do, no, then I, it's a wrap. I agree. Clay's going to resign with the Warriors. I think. I think. I think Clay, Steph, and Draymond are going to be the Warriors' pieces for the future. And KD's probably out. And I'm not saying the Warriors will be going to shit, but I don't think that they're going to be. They'll be. A, they'll be in the playoffs, but they won't compete I, I, for I, a I, I, I think the best they'll do is conference finals, and I think the Lakers will be better than them. 
I just, I just, I just can't see LeBron not winning a ring before his time in LA's up. He sounds like a dude that's basically like about to hit like full fuck it mode, like, mm-hmm. and that's that's the most dangerous LeBron that you can have. Like, that, I haven't seen LeBron this upset since he lost to the Cavs or since they lost to the Warriors in the 2015 Finals. That off season, he 2016, he had a mission. To win a title for Cleveland, and he and he succeeded. Yeah. So we'll see. Now looking at the NBA playoffs, we have yet to really talk about it. Um, it starts on Saturday. Yep. Um, should we go through potential? Is the matchup set in the West yet? No, I, I don't think so. No, but we can kind of go through. Um, you know, we'll go with the. We'll start with the East. Um, if everything looks, if it started today, I, I, the Bucks I, would be playing. I think the that's a, Pistons. I, I think that's basically how it's going to be. I don't think the Hornets really have a chance. Do they, the Hornets do, but the Heat don't. I think I still think though the Pistons and wind up with that eight spot. So yeah. I think that's basically set. Yeah. The West could go any which I mean, way. There's four teams. The Spurs could go down one, and, or even the Thunder. I think can, the Thunder could go down one. I'll put it this way: the team that I would be scared of most if I was Golden State in the first round Thunder? is the San Antonio Spurs. Really, I think yep. it's I think it's Oklahoma. I, I I think the Thunder are a first round out. I I don't think they get past the first round. I think Paul Russell Westbrook's one of the most overrated players in the NBA, and Paul George is basically the only other guy they got. I mean, I, I just can't see them two winning a playoff series. I just can't see it. I think Paul George <laughs> still made the wrong decision not signing Now, let's say if things go the way that it looks. The Warriors play the Clippers um, round one. Uh, the Warriors, I, do you think they... they four, four games. Four games? Four yeah, games I agree. Three. I think it's either four or five. I think it. I think I, they... The Clippers may get game three, or uh, mm-hmm. sorry. The first uh, game uh, home? Uh, no. Or uh, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, or game four. But yeah. then, yeah, in four I, or five. The Warriors pretty much have it... I. I think that, the Spur- they're probably best scenarios playing the Clippers. The I, th- first. I, I think this, yeah, their best scenarios, the Clippers, the worst case scenario, San Antonio, and the uh, and eh, who cares because they're first round. So Nuggets will play the Spurs. I think that one. I think I think it could Sp- go. I, I think it'll go seven games. I would give the Spur- I would think the Spurs would upset them. It wouldn't surprise me. But I'm gonna go so. because the you know the Nuggets are. I feel like. Even they're the second team, they're still underrated being the second. The, seed. Nugget, the Nuggets' problem is when they are on the road, they are exactly. fucking awful. They got blown the fuck out mm-hmm. as a number two seed by the Warriors. And don't get me wrong, the Warriors blew a lot of teams out. But, like, the Spurs have put up better fucking games against them than the fucking Nuggets did. Like, they just are so different at home to on the road. that That's why I think that the best they can do is second so, round. So, Rockets versus the Thunder, if that happens. Rockets and four. I, I, yeah, I think Rockets are four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Um, now, this one I think is going to be an intriguing game. Uh, might be probably the best series. I think, I think is probably series, yeah. uh, and this is the f- best series in the first round would be the Blazers versus Jazz. I would give the Blazers the edge just because they would have the last game at home. I think yeah. the series will go seven. It's the last team at home wins, so I would go the Blazers. But I think I think it'll go seven games. But yeah. I think I think it can go either way. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. It, um, I, oh, it can go either way. But I, I just think that the Portland would have the edge. What they we'll are the do home team. is once we get these confirmed, we'll still go through it. We'll go through um, the. We'll give our predictions our for the predictions first round. Our predictions again. Yep. But um, this is just kind of going because things will potentially change. Um, Buc- so in the Easter Conference, the Bucks versus Detroit uh, Four. Pistons. Four. I think that goes five. Five Four. or six. Four. Um, the, Buc- the Bucks. You think I, they're going to win I, the Eastern I, I, Conference? I think they're winning the Eastern Conference, and I think they'll take the Warriors to six or seven games. I think the Bucks are that damn good. The Bucks are so freaking ridiculous right My now. My only That's concern with the Bucks is it, you know... 
I mean, it's a young team, but Giannis. It's a young is the, team, but Giannis is the best player is. in the league. He and is. Chris Middleton's damn good right behind him, mm-hmm. and adding Miritich as a three-point shooter is lethal, and that's what you want. But in look, I can, I can go this. They can either go to the, you know, to the finals and take a long stretch, or they'll lose in the second or third round. No, like I said, they, 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 they're they, just so like they could, be, they could be out in the second round. They could also be in because one thing the that we know about the NBA is in the playoffs, having experience is key. It is. Um, but moving on, the Raptors versus the Magic, or the Orlando Magic. Again, this is all going off of right now what we know. Um, four. Yeah, I think that's going to be four. I think Orlando's that, too young. There's only one matchup in this East that I'm looking at right now that's going to go past five games, and that's the Celtics and the Pacers. And I think the Celtics and Pacers but, go five games. That's um, it. And then the Nets four. play the 76ers, which I could say that the I think the Nets can take one game. Sixers and four. I, I'm going to go five. I, I think I think I think I think there's only two series that don't wind up in a sweep in this entire playoffs. I think there's gonna be a lot of in the four O's, dude. It, and then the, the talent s- margin's insane. The Celtics or the Pacers would be I, I think the Pacers are gonna take it. I think the Celtics will take it in five and I hate the Celtics. But I think the Celtics will take it in five or six. I'm gonna go because I just I like an underrated I, I want to see Boston lose. I, I would love I would laugh at Boston yeah. to the end of time and I don't think they get past the second round, but I, the Pacers, like you said, experience matters. The Celtics did have done this. That's true. So I just think that's why I would put them ahead of the Pacers. As much as I want to see the Pacers win, and they I are just, they I are too not, deep not, though because their bench is so damn deep. The, as the, well. For the Pacers, losing Oladipo hurt. Mm-hmm. If they had Oladipo, I would take them. But without Oladipo, I don't know that they can. So with that, um, so you're gonna if you confirm right now before the playoffs because we'll Friday maybe we'll do a playoff um, yep. pod. <clears throat> but not to confirm it, but right now we'll confirm Friday. Who do you think is going to be in the finals? Uh, right now, I would say Bucks Warriors. I got Bucks. Warriors. I think that's a boring ass game. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's a boring ass series. I think that could be one of the best. It could be a six seven game series. I, I really, I still think it's going to either be 76ers or or uh, or the or the Raptors. I think it'll be the Raptors or the Bucks. But I, I'm, I really, I'm. I want to see the 76ers just because that would be fun. I'll put it to you this way: if you don't know the name Giannis Antetokounmpo. By now, you, you will. Should. You will by the end of this. Well, playoffs you just call the Greek freak. Yeah, but he 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 is gonna like once his playoffs is done, we're gonna be like, oh yeah, he's the best player in the league right now. I would or the second best player gonna, in the league behind he should LeBron. Be, and he should be MVP, correct? Yep, he's yeah. MVP without doubt. I would have I have him as the MVP without a doubt. Are you gonna put any money on any? Uh, would you put money? Because I wonder what their the line is right now to win it all. I mean, if the if the Bucks or anything, un, if if not the Bucks, um. If the Raptors or the um, which call it to win the East are like, I mean, I don't know. Would you if the if the line's pretty well set? Are you talking about just like odds just to win the odds title? To win it all. So the Bucks are seven to one. I might throw twenty bucks on that. That could be good value. I think I think they have the best chance. And um, the fifteen to one for the Raptors is actually really good. I would yeah, throw 10 bucks that's on actually that too. a really good fifteen. Yeah. Even the 76ers are at twenty five to one. Yeah. I think I would probably take the Raptors or what? the 76ers. The Spurs are what? 250? Oh dude, I would throw 10 bucks on that in a heartbeat. I think the Spurs if they get past the Warriors or get past If the, the Warriors somehow lost. Yeah. I mean, I'm the, I think I, it, I think the Rockets make it all the way if the Warriors somehow I, lost. I think whatever team beats the Warriors, if if the Warriors were to lose, the team that beats the Warriors is the team that gets to the finals. Because the Warriors are the best team, they're not going to lose to a team less than the Warriors if you mm-hmm. beat the Warriors already. Unless you have a fucking letdown, which could happen, but I, I still think it's the Warriors and Bucks, and I take the Warriors in seven games. But we'll see what happens. It's gonna be fun. I'm kind of 
this is gonna be the last as a Warriors fan. Uh, this is my, my last enjoyment because I I, I, I kind of agree with Chase that once KD leaves, it's gonna be I, tough I, forever. I, I, replicate. I, I just find it hard to hard to believe where the Warriors. Don't get me wrong, the Warriors have won the titles they've won, but there was a the, was it 2015 or 2016? Was it 2015 where the Cavs had no Kyrie, n- no that was Kevin their Love, first title, and um, they didn't have KD, and that series was a dogfight. Mm-hmm. So. I just can't see that team being the best team in the NBA when they weren't really got by. A couple I want to see how Cousins it. plays in the playoffs. I really. I it, mean, I mean, Cousins is going to be gone too. Yeah, I know, but I just want to see yeah. how they play in the playoffs. But I, Cousins playing for it, his money. He's it wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors win and they they sweep every series up to the finals. It wouldn't surprise me. I think the Rockets would be a tough one, but I think the I think they will sweep the first two rounds. I think the conference finals, if they get, um, if they get the Rockets, will be a seven game series. I just want it would be fun to see them sweep. Oh, it would be. I mean, it could very well happen, but. And then, because it's we'll kind see. of a for all, it's kind of like a for well, because I think KD's just going to go all out knowing that he probably is not going to win another title after this. I mean, no. If he goes to New York, he's That's not. what I'm saying. The, he, if he goes to LA, he has a chance. Could you but, imagine he gets three straight MVP for, uh, for the for the finals? I think... I think Ky- Curry's going to go all out because he knows this is going to be probably his last. And I, he wants I, to get the MVP. I, I mean, the best player will probably get it, so probably Curry or Clay... Or Curry or Clay. Curry KD. or KD. Well, Clay, if he's on it, though, but, but he could also saying. get it. It's Clay, tough. Clay or even Cousins. It. We don't even know. We, I, well, it depends I on how many. They're probably going to restrict his minutes, but whatever. It'll be a lot tougher for Cousins yeah. just because big man. Well, he also, also is not good. There's too many shooters. Like, unless you do what Shaq did in the. Like, I was watching um, the Lakers high, um, finals, uh, one of the old finals matchups. Shaq had like 30 points, nine rebounds. Or. 19 rebounds, 9 assists, 8 blocks. Like the dude, like he has he, to hit every. He, he has yeah. to put those numbers. But the one up thing to beat the out one Katie. thing Cousins can do though, he could put those numbers up. He could. He now could, it's tough I, though because he has too many damn shooters on that team. I don't. I don't know that he. I. I don't know that he. I don't know that he can. I think the best Cousins can do is like 25 or so, 10, 15 rebounds, and like maybe five or six assists. He ain't gonna have eight blocks. We have not. Shaq was a animal. Well, Shaq's a yeah, I agree. Shaq was an animal. That that's why he won the Finals MVP over Kobe. That's gonna be fun this offseason to see where all these players goes because I don't even know who like Cousins gonna want to get a big contract. I'm not sure who gives it to him. I mean, like you said, he could go back to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, no, without a doubt, he could. Which would be crazy turn of events. I still think. I still think. Who it, knows? Don't he, count it out. They might re-sign him. It's It's crazy to say that they would, but like I don't think they will. Boogie is also an option for the Lakers that they don't. If they yeah, miss out that's on like your worst ends. case scenario. If we ended up with Boogie and and eighteen and eighteen next year, you have to bring another like an elite shooter though. There's plenty. There's guys out there. Redick Redick will be out there. Um, uh, I feel like you could sign Redick Danny, though as Danny a death Green, piece, anyways. Danny Green will be out there. There's there's the Lakers will have a. I mean no, but you bring Kemba. Let's say you bring Kemba. And cousins with LeBron, they can only get one. They only have one max spot. Oh, yeah, they can't. So they, get, they can't trade yeah. for. Uh, they could trade. They could trade, but, that's but no, but they way. can do. They can technically get two max spots. They could probably make it work. They can make it work. I just don't know that they would. But uh, but I I think you don't. Well, need that to. doing that though means that you're not getting a D. Like no, making it, it work. No, I mean, like I said, I think the goal is to sign one of Kawhi or Kemba or whoever this offseason and then AD in 2020. And just bring and around then, and just then, a decent shooter. And, and then Ingram's probably gone, but then the rest of the young core is there. So. 
Don't you wish he could just be in there, like in the front office, so you know what the plan is? I really would love to know, dude. I really would, because I'm 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 super curious to how they're gonna go about this off season. It's, so it's a very very tumultuous potential for a lot of failure, but also potential for yeah. a lot of success. What's up? So you're going on a trip to Dallas to yeah. see the Cowboys Stadium in Arlington, and among other things. But yes, that's one of the one of the main reasons why Chase has never been. I've never well, I've been. I've flown. I've He's connected not, flights, but I've never actually count. stopped and smelled the roses. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, it's my first time actually going to Texas to actually visit. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some of my Cowboy Twitter folk out there. Um, um, you might see some uh, if you're out there in the stadium. You might you might see a, yeah, uh, player, a draft visit. Well, play, player workouts, uh, um, off season workouts start the week that I go. So oh, there you go. You if might I get see a some stadium players. tour, I might see some players. So that'd be kind of cool. See Randall Cobb or fucking Wish McCall, one of those new guys that signed, or Dak or, or anybody. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I would think it'd be more like the offensive players that would probably would show up, like the Cobbs and the Gallops and mm-hmm. you know those guys. But who knows? Who knows who could be out there? Who knows? Mm-hmm. You might get a hug from Jason Garrett, and you could tell him that you love him and that you don't mean bad things towards him. Yeah. Fire, fireball red. Uh-huh. When are you going to start? If the season starts bad for the Cowboys, at some point, when do you put hashtag fire Jason Garrett? I would say halfway through the season. If the, if, if, <coughs> if the Cowboys start 0-3, and three, you wouldn't put hashtag fire Jason Garrett? We started Owen, or not Owen, whatever, but we started like, what, 3-5 and five last year? And then made the playoffs. At, like, so I mean, zero and five. I would say, I would say, I would say two and six or one and seven. And yeah, then you got to. So you would, you wouldn't if there wasn't like four games lost beginning of the if season. They, if they're zero four to start the season, I mean, I would hope that they would be thinking about it soon. But I still, I mean, I think still if, could run off yeah, ten and twelve. Well, I mean, if you look at last season, completely switched around. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that would happen again, but you know, I mean. As long as they, you know, don't have six wins by the eighth week. Chase, since losses. you have been hot on these predictions lately, who's the next re-sign and put it down on paper? Cool. How long? Um, what for? For uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, I would think Dak's probably next. How long? Um, I would probably say by the by the if not by the middle of the season, depending on how he does. By definitely by the so you end think of the in season. season that he, they'll they'll I, I would. I mean, they, they won't do it before. Considering Russell Wilson's mm-hmm. gonna get a deal at some point from somebody, whether it's the Giants or whoever. I mean, they gotta think about locking him up soon because the longer they wait, the more deals that come in, the more that you're gonna have to pay. At him. this point, what what would be the number, the figures for him? I would say anywhere from somewhere between probably twenty five, thirty million. It's probably the base the base salary is gonna have. To now be. is he gonna? Do you think he's gonna actually want to beat out the top quarterback it's, salaries? It's not about whether he wants to beat it out or not. It's what his agent's gonna want, and unless he's able to like completely, which like Demarcus Lawrence's agent had a couple but teams that's what trade, I mean. like it, once Lawrence stepped away from his agent and got to the Cowboys in the room, that's when the deal got done. So if Dak does the same thing, then we could be looking at a decent, you know, three year escape hatch deal. Opt outs after every year yeah. after the third year, and that would be a all the guarantees would basically be gone after the first yep. year. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of fake figures. Yes, exactly. That's kind of the only way I would pay him. And you know, if he wants thirty three, thirty four million a season, okay, we'll have you'll have only you there, know there's not fake guarantees. There's really not many quarterbacks that are worth that money. If we're being one hundred percent honest, not just no, that. but it's kind of how the game's going though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you, what player you like have to pay the price to get the premium position? I mean, sucks, I don't know but. if any player in any league besides LeBron and 
I don't know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, who doesn't even get that money, yeah. is worth it. Yeah. I don't know. What I, what player? Mahomes, Trout, Trout, Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't even have it, and he's good. he's supposed to get uh two hundred million dollars. I, I would I would say of the of the quarterbacks in the league right now, the, there's three that would that should get paid that: Rodgers, Brady, and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I think other than that, dude, it's all set, like not average, but like you know, I will say potential to be great, but not great. You know, could be either way. And right now, if I was gonna, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm. Um, if I'm offering a contract, probably offering him 25 mil a year with, you know, guarantees up to three seasons. But I don't think he's. I wouldn't offer him something crazy. If he wants something crazy, then he's gonna. It's you, basically a one year deal. You try to get him locked in for at least four years. I say at least four years. You get him locked in to where you have him, where you have the control over him for a whole four years. And after that, you can have escape, or maybe not escape. I don't know. I feel like the escape can start because look, if he's he's well, gonna es- get those... escape can start as early as you want, but I think he yeah. still deserves. Over three to four. Or the years dead money is not that drastic. Yes. Well, the guarantee exactly. should be to me. You could really push the guarantees where it's completed after the first three years. That, that and I, it's really tough because the Cowboys are so heavily reliant on Zeke and Dak running that offense, but they really got to they really got to make sure. But in three get, years, you'll know if Dak's the you know yeah. if he's deserving of the money, or you got to find someone else. And we already know Zeke is, but it's really hard to pay. Well, it's like Zeke, Zeke right now is going to be the, Zeke's going to be the last person who's going to get paid. No, I think I think after Dak it's Zeke. You think it'll be? You don't think it'll be Amari? Because Amari's I, contract I, I, ends I, in this after the not this season but the next. Um, in two years. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You they would probably try to get Zeke done and Dak because pretty quick. Nash or whatever his name is. Um, Mosher. Mosher, he said he's like the last in the line that he thinks. I I I I'm more side with Patrick Walker on this. Zeke is a generational running back. Mm-hmm. He's special. You don't let he's Emmett Smith. You don't let that get away. He's part of the triplet. Like I'm I'm not saying Cooper doesn't pay, but if I had to choose between Cooper and Zeke, I'm taking Zeke. Well, if you resign really Zeke am. right now, or let's have, say this next Zeke season, Zeke will be 24. You give him a five-year deal. He's right at the end of his career. So I mean, end of his elite like level. So I, it would make sense. And he hasn't showed I mean, any injuries. I think the dude could be great till he's 33, 34, dude. I think he has he has Emmett like, Smith potential to be one of the greatest we've ever seen. The dude is just an animal. Maybe another another little uh, getaway halfway through the season will keep him fresh. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. But with that, do you have anything to end of the pod? Um. There was something I didn't want to talk about. Let me see if I can find it on Twitter real Is quick. Is it uh, related to any specific sports? Uh, it might be basketball related. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. It's baseball related. Um, the Trump administration took a... Uh, what a, I don't... I really don't even... like. I'm not the biggest Donald Trump fan. I don't hate Donald Trump. What are we talking like. about? Baseball and uh, Cuba had an agreement in December that players could basically just sign without needing to defect. And Trump basically... The, nixed it because he thinks that it has too many issues that help the cuban government and all them is any money i guess the only issue would be is any money going towards the cuban like do they have to put yeah that that, i think there was more money going towards the cuban that that makes sense going to them than the actual players so that would make sense yeah but you gotta find a a ground somewhat because that needs to happen because players should not have to defect just to play in the bit in the big leagues they shouldn't have to do what I mean, Puig had to do, and Solaire had to do, and Cespedes had to do. That, I think that it, well, it has more to do with like more of a political issue than than a, more towards the sport. Yeah, but but it's also a way for baseball to move forward if they could get this agreement with Cuba and get it it's done. The only it, they'll have to wait until 
something changes. Yeah, but they're going to have to rework it, obviously. So Or something changes with the Cuban government. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But with that, we'll end the pod. And I hope you guys have a good Monday, not a Tuesday, like I said at the beginning. Yeah, it's Monday. And uh, if you want to win some money, do his he, he he needs to start telling you guys what he's doing so you guys can win some money. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me up. Well, or you could say at the end of the pod every day. Uh, uh, what? For what? For what? For betting. For betting? Um, I mean, Who are you betting this weekend for the PGA? You, have, you say the PGA Tour? I haven't even looked at any uh, players yet. I'm not even quite <laughs> sure, but... Um, but I would probably say, uh, just based off last week, I would probably say Jim Furyk will probably be up there. Um, probably Tiger Woods if he plays. Um, Tiger Woods is so off and on, though. <laughs> Sergio is always has a chance to make a run. Rory, uh, Ricky Fowler, you know. The, um, what's his name? He had a big week this week. Uh, Kang from J- Japan had a really good week at the at the tournament before the Masters, so he's going to be looking good. There's some, there's some guys that can make some noise. It's going to be a good-ass week of golf. All right. Well, with that, make put your bets in. Bye. See you guys.